0: I'm Mary Kinsella, host of Her Engineering Career Podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. We're back. Welcome to Her Engineering Career Podcast, Episode 12. Today's topic is networking. I know we're all engineers and many of us are introverts. Maybe networking is not your favorite thing to do. Well, if that's the case, I congratulate you for tuning in today and being open to learning something new. And you know what? Networking is not that bad if you can do it your way. That's what you need to remember. Make it yours and you can actually enjoy it. Your network is a valuable resource. Tap into it for connections, for positive energy, to synergize ideas, and to spread your message. You can find people in your network to support you, to help you in difficult situations, to provide insight and input, and to be a sounding board. I used to cringe when I heard the word networking. It was kind of like a buzzword to me. One of those things that I felt I had to do just because everyone says you have to do it. I never thought of networking as enjoyable. As an introvert and a person who finds social situations stressful sometimes, I had little motivation for networking. But I have changed my mind. And if you've had a similar impression of networking, I hope I can change yours, too. I've had a lot of negative beliefs about networking, like, I don't see how networking can help me. It's more important for me to do my work than to use up precious time talking to people. I'm not good at socializing, therefore I'm not good at networking. No one is really interested in me or my work anyway. I can't connect with the people who matter because... I don't have enough credibility or power. Do some of these beliefs sound familiar to you? Maybe you have had some similar thoughts. I made these up because I believed that my work would speak for itself. I believed that what little I had to share was not interesting to others. How's that for a scarcity mindset? And I really thought such socializing was unproductive. But I've come to realize that networks are really important. They can help you progress farther and find more opportunities. They can help you become a better person, a better engineer and leader. I've come to realize that networks make life and career easier. As much as you might think otherwise, you can't do everything on your own if that's your mode, you're just not going to get as far in your career. The benefits of having a good network are worth the investment of time and energy to create and maintain it. So I've turned those negative beliefs around and created some useful tips for networking instead. There are six of them. And here they are. Tip number one, Remember that you are someone that others want to know. You have something to offer, always. Develop a positive sense of self, your genuine personality, and your own networking style. Number two. People generally like to be approached and are always willing to talk about themselves. Approach with curiosity and a spirit of exploration. Three. Balance how much you talk about yourself with how much you ask about and listen to others. Beware of gossip, find common ground, and be open to various points of view. Four, don't be too particular about who you network with. As the name implies, every connection leads to others, and every connection has the potential to help you someday. Five, if you're an introvert, manage your networking time so that it doesn't overwhelm you. Take time to recover from long networking encounters. And six, have a networking mindset. Be intentional. Expect to spend time building and maintaining your network. Networking is a huge topic, There's so much detail we could go into about how to network, who to network with, how to build relationships, etc. And approaches depend on your own individual style. I'm sure we'll cover more about networking in future podcast episodes, but if you'd like to go deeper into networking and other ways to enhance your engineering career in particular, take a look at my signature program, at herengineeringcareer.com under work with Mary. You'll see that many of the areas we're touching on in the podcast are the very ones that can propel your career and help you manifest your vision. I'd love to work with you to make that happen. Let's go over a few networking basics. Your starting point for your network, of course, is the people you already know people you met through work or professional associations, people you met through school, family and friends you've known your whole life. You already have a network, even if you're not actively working with it. Anyone who is a potential good connection is a candidate for your network. The only people who are not good candidates for your network are those who bring negative energy. You know who I mean. The people who never have a good word to say, are overly critical of you, or pull you away from your energetic center. By the way, you can go back to episode 10, herengineeringcareer.com slash 10, for an introduction to your energetic center. As you grow and nurture your network, you'll develop your own networking style. There is no one way to network. Styles vary widely depending on your personality, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, your goals, and just what works for you. I can think of a couple examples when my network served me well. Once was when I was preparing to interview for a new position. And this was a job in a whole different department, so I was pretty nervous about it. But I reached out to a couple people in my network who were familiar with the interviewing process, and they gave me some great tips on how to prepare. And yes, I did eventually get the job, which was great. Other times, I've tapped into my network to learn about potential job opportunities to get recommendations for services, to get the word out about my business, or to get input for important decisions. And these are just a few examples of how your network can benefit you. Finally, I'd like to share three strategies for networking that have been helpful for me. I like how they capture an effective approach and kind of simplify the idea of networking so that it doesn't seem so overwhelming. Let's look at these three strategies. Now, it took me a long time to learn that you don't have to have a specific reason to talk to someone other than just getting to know them. You don't have to have an agenda, right? In fact, that's mostly what networking is. So strategy number one is spend the majority of your networking time getting to know people. Make connections and strengthen them. This is really the foundation of a strong network. Skip the agenda. Spend more time giving than getting. Offer to help people. Ask more for input and insight and less for favors. In order for your network to thrive, you not only need to connect with people, but you need to stay connected. (laughs) So strategy number two is to find ways to stay connected. There are lots of approaches for doing this, and you should choose those that fit your networking style. Consistency and follow up are important, right? Here are a few ideas. Arrange a meetup, like having coffee, or having lunch. Attend an event together, like a meeting or a paper presentation or a conference. Inform your connections of your important milestones, like a promotion or a new job, and have them do the same for you. Send a message or card for special occasions, like a birthday or a holiday. Following strategies one and two sets the stage for strategy number three. If you only have so much energy to put into it, then that's perfectly fine. But the more you put into your network, the more you can get out of it. The last strategy, strategy number three, is leverage your network strategically. Tap into your network when you need help. Consider carefully what you need from your network and then strategize who to talk to and how to clarify your request or get your message out or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Why do you need to be strategic? Well, first of all, because you don't want to exploit your network by randomly tapping into it for trivial requests, right? But also because if you put a little thought into your approach, you'll have a better result. If you've done your due diligence with strategies one and two, then you need not be afraid to tap into your network. People will be willing and eager to help you when you need it. I also think as you leverage your network, it's good practice to strive for reciprocal relationships. You know, pay it back and pay it forward when someone has helped you and others will do the same. The goal of having a network is to be connected, to build relationships, to be known, and to know others. I encourage you to invest in your network and reap the benefits of those connections that will enhance your engineering career. Let's recap, shall we? I started out by introducing some of my previous negative beliefs about networking. Then we dispelled those negative beliefs with six networking tips for women engineers. Next, we discussed some of the basics of networking, and I shared some examples of how networking can benefit your engineering career. Then we ended today's episode with three strategies for strengthening and leveraging your engineering network. I hope these insights are helpful for you. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, We're going to take what we've learned about networking and talk about how to work a conference. Be sure to tune in next time for episode 13. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media, rate it five stars, and give it a nice review.